fun. Welcome to Serving in the Serving in Business podcast. I'm here with the host Steve Ramona. Super, super excited to have my next guest come on, Travis Roar, like Roar of a Lion. You'll never forget him. He's pretty strong. You're going to love what you're going to hear about uh, Travis. He's the founder of C3 Project Pros, and he's got some cool things he's going to share. He's a very servant mentality, somebody that I love and uh, developed a relationship about a month ago. And welcome to the call, Travis. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. You bet. So my first question is, why C3 Pro Projects? Tell me about it. Well, um, the the genesis of the of the um, really the genesis of the idea of C3 behind C3 Project Pros was you know I've, I've been a thirty plus year general contractor. Um, I really believe in respecting people's resources, time, money, all that stuff. And when I see and hear the frustrations of consumers out there that hire generals and they're the squeaky wheel that has to get the grease when their projects get, get kicked down the curb. Um, and you see projects drag on and on and on. I can only imagine the cha-ching happening with their carry costs, their, um, you know, builder, uh, their builder loan, their home, home loan fees. It's just the daily fees that rack up by simply no production. Um, I, I, I want to put the power back in the people's hands of how to build their own teams, manage their own projects. Simple as that. And I understand it's a disruptor mentality. Uh, as a matter of fact, and I've, and I've served on the home builders uh, committees for oh, well over 20 years. And I'm currently on a membership committee. And I was just actually at a meeting. <laughs> Guy looked up my LinkedIn profile before he came to the meeting. And the first thing he did is like, why is it the first thing on your profile says don't hire a general? And I'm like, well, because I don't believe you should. And I'm like, I know you're a general and so am I. And I'm saying don't hire me for these reasons. Let me, let me teach you how to do it. And, you know, so he was really put off by that. And so I asked him, I said, okay, dude, um, let me ask you this. Do you have all the work you could possibly have? Can you manage more work? He's like, no, I'm putting people off a year. I'm like, so why do you care if my message is to teach people how to build their own team? Why, why would you possibly care? And he didn't have an answer for that. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, that was a really interesting, you know, back and forth between he and I. Yeah, that's a great story. I, I, I've never heard that from you before. And that's that's a powerful message. He's You're helping people that can't get help from the people that are doing it. And yeah. with that, I noticed in your bio, you have 30 plus years. Well, mm-hmm. audience, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's not just the start startup last year, last week, oh, no. last no, no. month. I mean, he's been doing this for a while. Tell us your 30 years. Kind of give us okay. a little background. Well, background. Um, literally, I got my start on a job site at a young age. My um and I learned, uh, I got a funny story. <laughs> so uh, I learned at a young age, uh, job site cleanliness, just because that's I was allowed to be around the job site from age 12, 13 on. And so I was job site cleanup boy, you know, it was, it was super cool when I finally got to fire a nail gun or actually pick up a skill saw, which frankly is a very dangerous tool. But, you know, if you know what you're doing, they're fine. Obviously, you know, you got you take those years of training. Well, then fast forward a couple of years, I'm probably 15, 16 now. And my grandfather, who was a master carpenter, and you know, he did cool stuff. Like he, I, I first got exposed to a wood lathe and wood carving and building a grandfather clock and just stuff, wood stuff. Um, I was building a handrail with him. And frankly, I think handrails are like a centerpiece fixture when you walk into a home, these beautiful, glorious handrails. Well, he taught me at a young age how to do it. So, you know, I could build the curvilinear ones and it different, doesn't matter what the banister is. It's like, you know, I had a call recently and a guy says, can you build? Yes, of course I can build it without even knowing what it is. It's like, yes, I can. 
Um, and I, and I like to do it. It's actually very enjoyable. I'm a, you know, master carpenter by trade because of my upbringing. Um, when I, after the military, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but after the military, I was going to go, I went to college on the GI bill and, um, I was, you know, for, for while going to school for money, I didn't, you know, get a normal job. I went and got a construction job. Next thing you know, I'm leading crews. And, and then I got crash course and stick framing on crazy roofs. Um, pardon my term, but it is actually def- by definition called a bastard roof where you have irregular pitches come together. So it's not like standard roof, boom, standard roof, whatever. This is, you know, irregular. So I had to learn from an old, old school carpenter, crazy I mean, how to cut and actually how to use the numbers on a framing square and how to read the numbers out of a book. I mean, now we have a calculator that tells us everything, mm-hmm. but you stop to know what you're doing. And this guy's screaming numbers at me. And I'm like, I'm like, just give me three days. I'll figure it out. And I did. And which taught me to, you know, advance my learning. And then next thing you know, I can build curved stairs. Next thing you know, I can build, you know, barrel vaults and it doesn't matter what we, you know, it's, you can build it if you actually apply yourself. And yeah. um, anyway, so there, there's that background in construction. So um, I don't know where I'm going with that thought, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's how I got started. Oh, my funny story with my grandfather. I'm going to back up now. Now I'm 15, 16. My grandfather was retired Navy and master carpenter, like I said, and, um, we're building this handrail and he kept saying Yuma when he'd make a mistake or something. And I'm like, what's that about Papa? You know? And he's like, well, he says, and he's like, like Yuma, Arizona, what are you talking about? He's like, no. And he's like, you mother. Anyway, you, you can imagine where that thought was going when he made a mistake. And I just, to this day, I still say Yuma and I, I, I think of him and it just, and his patience and teaching what must've been a really trying time for him, teaching me how to do those sort of things and the special cuts. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was, I mean, I just, I, I reflect on that and it was a lot of fun learning from him in that regard. And audience, this is amazing. Think again, our lives are affected by when we were kids and teenagers and Travis, you just said it, Yuma, except you remember, but you've built it into your business somehow. Oh yeah. Whatever that is, it's, so don't forget your past. It's definitely oh, no. a, a teaching lesson, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no. So for you, uh, you know, your DIY problem, we'll get into that a little bit. Well, let's get into that now. Tell mm-hmm. me why Steve Ramon want to hire you, Travis, and use your 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 system to help me build my bedroom, let's say. What is the benefits to you than me going to okay. a general contractor? Okay. So I have two programs, and like, as you mentioned, the, the DIY. And my second one is for property improvement, like house flipping, if you will. So the DIY kitchen and bathroom one, really the idea for that, it's really, this is going to blow your mind. I don't know if I shared this with you, but if I can teach you how to manage a kitchen and bathroom renovation, I want you to think about this for a moment. Number one, it's the most common renovation amongst homeowners. Number two, it's the most likely to go over budget and over time. Number three, it is the most intimate space in your house. Now, think about that for a second. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it is. It's where you make your coffee. It's where you have your routine. It's where you have your evening social gathering. It's where the family community comes together. So when you're deciding to do a kitchen or a bathroom, again, crazy spaces, you're disrupting your life for real. And that needs to be managed with the utmost care and consideration. And so I'm not saying don't hire a general. I mean, you can take my program, which is really low price point. You can take my program and even if you decide to hire a general contractor, consider this. You're going to be the most prepared consumer on the planet and be able to know if he's doing a good job for you or not. So if I can't tell you going into it, you're going to hire me as a contractor. Now, this is no joke. I've done hundreds and hundreds of kitchens, right? So if you're going to hire me, I will tell you when I'm going to start and I'll tell you when I'm going to finish. 
And there's been only a couple occasions of really some extreme situation out of my control that I did not meet my, that I did not meet my end dates. You know, I don't do the, the big show where I go in and tear everything apart without my cabinet sitting on site. I mean, you have to have, you, you've got to understand the process and flow. So that's a whole big picture thing. Let me get back to the, the baseline of what's the benefit of it. Well, if you can manage your own kitchen or bathroom, assuming you, you buy my course, follow it step-by-step, step, follow it. When you can do a kitchen or bathroom, you can do anything. And the reason I say that is because it's the most complex remodel you'll do to your house. It involves every single sub-trade that you would ever possibly need to build a whole house shy of excavation and concrete. Think about that for a second. Every other sub-trade that you ever need to do a whole house is involved in your kitchen or bathroom, which is why it, make, it makes them more complex, more you know, systems and all that approach. I mean, you need your mechanical electrical plumbing. You need your drywall, paint, carpentry, rough carpentry, flooring, tile, countertops. I mean, everything is involved. So if I can walk you through that systematically, step-by-step, step, and like, here you go, here's an easy-to-follow step-by-step plan that I guarantee you, if you follow it, you will succeed. And let's just say you don't know how to find a subcontractor. Guess what I give you? I give you a written out document. Here's how you find subs. Here's who you talk to specifically. Here's how I backdoor into it, which is rather, it's abstract and it, it, it may not seem effective. However, I worked in the hospitality for years and years. I worked in 10 different states, different cities, each and every state. And it doesn't matter. I'm, I may as well just be you walking into the Lowe's or Home Depot trying to buy something, right? Nobody knows me. I have no reputation. I have nothing. All I, all I have is my system. And a project to get done on impossible timeframes, like a resort, if you will. So I go to a town, I find my subs, I build my team, I kick it off, and you succeed. I can teach the same thing to you. See, this is powerful because my next question was, do I have to do it myself? You already answered that. So Steve well, Ramona wants to build a bathroom. I don't have to go. I could do it myself, mm -hmm. but I could also be educated so I know what the contractor's doing. My dad was a contractor for 40 years. Mm -hmm. What you're saying, my dad is in heaven right now. He is clapping because I think if a customer works with a contractor well, there's a better synergy and it gets done more effectively and on time. Correct? Is that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Great. And well, and, and that the other thing is, you know, as, as like I tell people, okay, and I give you like, here's the product selection checklist. Here's yeah. everything you, I mean, literally, there's nothing that is not included. Everything you need to succeed is there. Even if you decide it's not for you, again, you're a more prepared consumer, which you go into a project like that more prepared, you're going to have less lag time. You're going to have less hidden costs. And one of the biggest hidden costs I could tell you, and like a kitchen renovation, if you will, Eating out, who thinks about how much their eating out budget is? Now imagine if your project goes over a week or two weeks or what is that daily budget for you? I mean, consider just a per diem charge, you know, when you travel, what's that worth? Yeah. Add yeah. that up times your number of family members, add that up times. It's, yeah. it's, it's really expensive. That's just one of the hidden costs. So collapsing that time and bringing your project in on time on budget is, you know, it's paramount to one, less disruption in your lives, you know, because that's, again, your community space. And who wants to live in a war zone? You know, it's like really, yeah. Because that's yeah. what it, that's what it is. You know, right, so get right. in, get in, get it done, get out. You know. Yeah, and audience, you can see why I have him on here. This is such a servant business. He's going to save you money. He's going to save you time, and he's going to get the project done right. 
construction's happening all the time. And, and this mm-hmm. is so I'm, I'm learning more about you, Travis, now than I knew before. <laughs> I'm getting excited. If I own my own place, I seriously would would buy this product. And I will when I buy my home, when I want to do a flip. I mean, excuse me, uh, a renovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you roughly, how much could you save a consumer using your project and not use or not using your product? What kind of savings are we talking about? Well, I, again, the time the time component alone, getting the project done on time, yeah. you can calculate that out. That's a that's an arbitrary number. When I'm talking about my now, I'm going to flip fast forward to my flipper course because that's easier for me to yeah. project numbers and presenting that math case. So, if you're hiring a contractor, I'll tell you that we mark stuff up. You know, especially in a market like this where it hasn't collapsed yet, but it's still heavy hot, right? So, a contractor is going to charge you at least twenty percent markup. And good contractors, and this isn't this isn't an abusive fee. This is normal. We'll charge you a five to eight percent general condition fee, and that's to cover their cost of doing business, phones, insurance, the normal day to day stuff. And and you know some people like scoff at well a, a markup and a general condition fee. Yeah, absolutely. And I stand by that. I'm a blue collar supporter all the way. I am. I would rather pay a contractor that fee to make sure that they're in business in the long haul than six months down the road, it's like, Hey, Jimmy, come back and fix this. I'm sorry. I'm bankrupt. You know, so there's that argument, right? So, um, so if you're, if you're thinking you're going to do a renovation and I'm, t- I'm talking, okay, simple numbers. I just did a kitchen for my great aunt's house. She passed away last November and family home. Now my niece um, moved into it, but it's a, it was a 60 year old kitchen. So I went up there gutted the kitchen to the studs, ended up having to rewire it, old knob and tube house, I mean, 120-year-old home, and took it to the studs, rebuilt it. So literally my aunt had to pay no markup, no labor, no nothing. So no demo, no framing labor, no trim labor, no install labor, none of that stuff. I did the flooring, I did the the, the cabinets, the countertops, the, the my brother-in-law did the plumbing, so literally no cost, but product. The big expense was we had to upgrade the electrical service switch it out from knob and tube to current stuff and just buying stuff and basic stuff. I'm not talking, we didn't go bananas. It wasn't granite and all the fun stuff. It was your basic laminate countertops that I built, right? It was basic stuff. And I think we still spent 45,000 bucks on a, on a kitchen renovation. I mean, there's a couple things that were thrown in there, but imagine throwing the labor and all that in there. So easily this kitchen would have been a $60,000 kitchen. Now mm. add 28% to that. You do so. I mean, I can grab my calculator right here. What, what would that math have been? So, on that pro- project alone, times twenty-eight percent, sixteen thousand dollars would have sixteen eight would have been the markup. My, I'll tell you, my DIY course cost seven hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Oh my god! To, to have managed it yourself. So, I mean, that's just that's just one thing. If you're going to go to my flipper course, it's got a higher price point, but I I do a math case where I save you twenty or thirty grand per flip. And, you know, some people are out there doing three, three to five flips a year. Well, baseline, if I'm saving you 20 and times three, I just gave you a $60,000 raise for following a blueprint that works. My framework, my blueprint, my system, it's step-by-step, it's comprehensive, it works. And anyway, I, I, and I want people to succeed. I mean, profit under no circumstances is a four-letter word. And so I want blue-collar people to succeed. I think the labor shortage that is happening. I think the lack of trades in our schools is, yeah. is a huge problem in America. You know, so there are things that are coming down the you know pipe in our next five, 10 years, which are problematic. I mean, I'm fortunate that I'm handy. And, uh, and what I consider myself now is a very handy homeowner. And yeah. At the end of the day, this blue collar industry, I don't care what, you know, with mechanical, electrical, plumbing or carpentry, 
we are trading our body for dollars. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 54 now and I've lifted a lot of heavy stuff and, and I played rugby for seven years. So <laughs> my, my yeah. body isn't what you, you know, it's, yeah, it's it got hurts, beat up it hurts now. <laughs> and audience, I want you to listen to a couple of things he said, one, the savings, but on top of the savings, it's something that's uh, valuable and a big value is you're learning something that you can use down the road. And of course you get to keep it as it's a lifetime uh, opportunity and knowledge base that you get to keep. That's yep. powerful. But what did Travis say a couple words, uh, one word, two or three times? He wants you to succeed. So audience, I want you to hear that. This is why I have guests like this, like Travis. We all need to make money. People out there in business, you know that. But with backed up with value and profit and, su and succeeding and winning, to me, that's a win-win situation. And then this is why, Travis, we need to help them. Who are the, you know, the COI center of influences that you'd like to connect with that maybe the audience knows that can help you get this out there? Because people need to know it. Well, that's a good question. Um, the DIY market is, is, is as, as it turns out, is a harder market to penetrate simply because it's just too broad. I mean, I'm throwing a fishing line in the ocean, right? Yeah. So I think that it, ultimately, I'm, at this point, I'm laser focusing in on the, the flipper market. So, I mean, I, I mean the, the, the big flipper, the two big flipper names out there in the country right now, and it's uh, Jerry Norton and Ryan Pineda. Those two people have um, created incredible platforms for what they what they provide. They teach people the buying and selling part. So there's three parts to a flip, as you know. Buy, first, you must locate a property that's, you know, gonna, that's worthy of, you know, all the stuff that happens with it. Then you got to improve the property and you got to sell the property. There is so much help out there helping people succeed and profit and make, you know, life-changing career opportunities by buying and selling. That's, that's out there. And, and there's plenty of help out there. I'm playing in that messy middle and I have, I have yet to find anything that I'm doing that's offering this, this training for people. And, you know, if we can teach people to maximize, can you think of the generational wealth that, that we can create off of this? And, and that's needed you know, today. I mean, it's uh, with this unknown economy we have with all the stuff going on. So it's, just, yeah. it's really, it's, I, I'm, yeah. So if I were to, if I were to say like bigger pockets podcast, if I could, you know, talk to those guys and, um, yeah. You know, my hero, I mean, he's my hero is Mike Rowe. You know, he's such a blue collar guy and, you know, he's got that the Mike Rowe Works Foundation teaching people how to do um, trades. I, I just, I find that guy to be amazing. And well, I'll tell you what, anybody out there knows Mike Rowe, I'm going to have Travis's contact information in here. Please connect him with him. Because as you can see, Travis got something pretty special here. His special sauce is, is, is all <laughs> over the place. It's a large hamburger right between the bun and the meat. The value he's giving, <laughs> the the ability to learn, low price, peace of mind. Those are four values right there that everybody needs now. With Mr. COVID and every I call it Mr. COVID because it was not a Mrs. Is a Mr. He came barging in <laughs> our door. He was. So that's rude. not a gender thing. Yeah, that's not a gender thing, but that's how I look at it. Right. Um, so from a perspective, I always like to leave the audience because we're serving in business, and obviously we mm -hmm. see. C3 Project Pros is, can definitely serve somebody that's working on their home or flipping. What's a favorite book of yours, and why did you read it, and what did you get out of it? Oh, man, I have so many favorite books. It's ridiculous. But honestly, one of my favorite books is uh, uh, Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. I mean, number one, that guy's a, that guy's a treasure. Um, and the reason I like the Infinite Game is it's really thinking – it's not about short-term success or short-term gains. It's, it's you know incremental things that happen and the long game. 
It's why you never burn a bridge. It's why you, you know, it's like just, just simply be kind and be honest and have integrity and do those things. And who knows how that kind of, you know, it, it's going to manifest itself and come back to you. You know, it's uh, and I, so I, I really love the infinite game for that because it's not a short win situation. This is about, well, like you said, you know, this is a skill. What I'm offering is a skill to you that will serve and serve and serve you. Now, it's not like a one hit wonder. It's like, oh, here's my program, check the boxes, and now it's done. It's not a bubble, it's not a bubble test. This is, you learn this skill, here you go, and, and now you can repeat it again and again and again. That's a great tip. I've, I've, I've not read his books, but I think I'm going to get that book because it sounds very interesting to me. And people out there, again, serving in business, the podcast, please read, please study. That's one thing that you can do that's going to cost you very little, but bring you impact. Same thing Travis is doing. He's educating you. You know somebody, his contact information is going to be in the chat, in the podcast for you guys. Uh, C3 Project Pros, you want to reach out to them. Um, learn about DIY. If you just want to learn about construction, he's the guy to go to because he makes it simple terms. I've seen some of his information he gives out. It's very simple terms. My dad being a contractor, I have a little more knowledge, but I still don't have that much knowledge and I could probably do this as well. And I probably will be when I'm ready to buy a home and, and renovate. But I want to leave uh, the audience with one more thing uh, before we close. I always like to end with a great business tip. What What's one tip you can give the audience that's really helped you launch your business, make it, you know, where it's at and where it's going today. You know, keep it simple. Uh, that's, <laughs> it, we had a catchphrase when we were uh, first starting out in construction is, and I had, I had dreams of growing this massive company and, yeah. and I did, and it got complex. Um, and, you know, if you're, especially if you're just starting out small, I mean, I mean, don't, there's nothing wrong with having an infinite mindset and infinite goals and dreams. I mean, you'll, that comes with time and age, but if you keep it simple, uh, the the tagline that you know again my grandfather told me was "Stay small, keep it all," and 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 then that process can be replicated. So it's uh, it's it, it's really about building a simple team around you of like-minded people and and really having a culture that um, people want to thrive to. You know, it's it's not about somebody leaving you for the next dollar because that's always going to happen but it's really create the place where people want to work and and uh just be good to people that's truly what it comes down to just be nice 